Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary. <clears throat> I'm sorry, <clears throat> Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, are you, are you dying? I'm okay. Do you need a little a lozenge, maybe? <clears throat> <laughs> Have you taken up smoking? No, I'm okay. Sarah. Uh, Sarah's here. Um, And today, our special guest, we have actor, Rainer, and embroidery artist, Natalie Flynn. Hi. Welcome, Natalie. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, Today, we will be discussing the film, Pretty Woman, (laughs) Walking Down the Street, Pretty Woman. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's the show, folks. We're done. <laughs> Bye. Uh, we're going to be discussing Pretty Woman today. Uh, did we? What? What? What year was this? Ninety. Nineteen ninety. Really? I was born. That's why it felt so eighties because it was basically made in the eighties. Oh, right, because they 90s. shot it in the eighties. Yeah, it was really yeah. straddling. Yeah, I feel like the the bridge of the 80s and 90s like it had one foot in the 80s and one foot in the 90s it definitely felt that way yeah yes um so 1990 pretty woman uh directed by gary marshall Mm -hmm. so this was a big hit for him starring so many gary marshall movies overboard and like i saw his name on there and i was just like holy shit i was like another one i feel like well i mean the cutaways have watched like all, way all more of Gary yeah. Marshall's films than we have but yeah I, it did feel like a, I mean I, we don't have to get into this right now but it didn't feel like a Gary Marshall film to me it didn't it to was me either by someone well parts of it did oh. but we'll get to that yeah 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 I did feel like there were a couple of very Gary Marshall-esque moments but oh, overall yes. it definitely like felt really somber for a Gary Marshall film mm. um okay so before we get into talking about the film proper uh, let's go around the table and talk about everybody's experience with the film prior to the show. So Hil- Hillary, why don't you start us off? Um, I honestly don't know when the first time I saw this movie was. I'm pretty sure I was like maybe in my mother's arms like as a newborn infant and she was like watching wow. it or something while so nursing me. So you slid me. out of the womb like, and this movie was on. This was playing on a tiny TV screen that they were holding up as my mom was pushing <laughs> me out. You know, I, I came out looking at the screen watching this. Um, I don't know. Sorry it, for it's you. Just, <laughs> this has always been a part of my life. I don't know. I've, I don't know. I've seen it so many times. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, seen the movie. New, uh, and mm-hmm. it was the one you were thinking it was. It was. It wasn't it was. like you thought I it was a movie and then it no, wasn't. it wasn't the okay. wrong one. All right. I wasn't thinking of You're another like, movie this time. I thought this, this was this movie and it actually was, I was thinking nope. of Taxi Driver, <laughs> um, which ends oh, very can differently. Can you imagine if that's yeah. what I thought this movie was? Like, I would I be so Jody disappointed. was in this. Um, oh, but no Harvey Keitel with a creepy pinky finger. <laughs> no. God, I'll never forget that scene. Uh, okay, not this movie. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's great. <gasps> um, it's great and terrible yeah, and, but, and far too relevant. Um, um, for this day and yeah, age. Yeah. Sarah. Um, I've seen this movie a few times. Um, I saw it for the first time maybe like five, four, five year, okay. years ago. And I was past the point of being able to, to deal with this shit. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, no, I, I felt it had problems w- when I first saw it. So, wow. okay. Yeah. All right, then. I think I saw it first in middle school. I've definitely seen it a few times. I mean, it's. Like when I used to have cable, it was on a lot. Okay. Um, You're so right that it was just like on all <laughs> it was the just fucking like time. On a lot. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'd seen like a, 
a different version of it. Oh, a less... <laughs> like um, a, a more censored version, I suppose. I'm interested and to know what they cut out once once we get to some of I those mean, moments. Th- that piano scene. I had not seen I that bet. before. Oh, okay. I, I had bet. not seen that before. And I was like, whoa, Stevie, let me write yeah. this down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is like watching Game of Thrones oh. for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was rated R, by the way. Oh, oh, really? Really? I there's guess. not even a nipple in it. Or there's no. like a hint of a nipple in one no. scene, but that's about I it. I feel like we've watched movies that were rated PG that were far Wasn't more. Wasn't Fast Time or whatever the fuck? What did Fast we just watch? Watch? It was PG-13. Well, that was PG-13. I'm pretty sure yeah. it is. And there were like 14-year-old girl nipples there in were legit. Yeah. There was legit sex yeah. going on in that movie. I think it was lot. PG-13. Yeah. I, can't I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, But it was like. Yeah, there was like nakedness. I, I don't like, know. Maybe we're wrong. I thought this movie was very. This yeah. may have been after like standards changed, and they were like, "No more nipples." I mean, for I the gotta tell you, I, I think that I think that the uh, I think what was driving that rating perhaps was the idea. Okay, for, well, let's mm. get this out of the way first of all. Are we going to refer to Vivian as a prostitute, or are we no. going to refer to her as a sex worker? Sex worker. Okay. Sex worker. Okay. I have a Actually, feeling. They call her a- they do call I mean, her a if we're quoting, yeah. if we are quoting a quote, then let's use the quote. Correct. But like, let's call her what she is, right. which is a sex worker. I mean, we're all feminists at this table, right? Are we? So, yes. are we, Natalie? <laughs> Natalie's yes. like, surprise are you in the right guy, place? Surprise, guys! I'm a, I'm a meninist. Um, <laughs> so, we actually, have it really hard in this country. Um, <laughs> so, I feel like that the R rating surely must come from the whole concept of her being a sex worker. I would think it says yeah sexuality and some language that that that's what it says on i mean mean, it is the tamest yeah yeah of sex scenes yeah nicole it's not sex scenes it's sexuality okay yeah you're right yeah they don't actually show anything I don't even think we saw any buns. No, I feel no. like that. I feel like that. It's just a video that they're of, naked of, together a lot. of James Corden and Lin Manuel Miranda that was way sexier. dancing, what? Per, dancing naked what? in the in the what? in the crosswalk was what? far more crazy. It really was. Oh, yeah. I need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you post that? Uh, I did. I need to see. I, it. They, I mean, they, I don't think they're really naked. I, I don't think know. they're probably but wearing like flesh-colored oh, briefs. Man. But um, oh. it certainly looks like they're looking off into the distance. <laughs> it was. I mean, that was far more James R-rated than this than this movie. I know. Um, mm. Okay, so I, if you can believe it, I have never seen this movie. I until... can believe it. You haven't seen any of the famous movies like this. I feel like. Oh no, I've I seen like... famous. I don't do romantic. Com- I mean, I don't want to call this romantic comedy, but I'm not really like a romance. Comedy, though. I'm not gal. either, though. It but... is a romantic comedy technically because it's in the category of comedy or mu- mu- musical. And mm. the- um, this movie came out in 1990. I would have been around 10 years old. Um, mm-hmm. So I would not have been allowed to see it when it came out. Um, once I got old enough to watch it, I think it was kind of not like cool to watch. I don't know. Yeah. I know a lot of people who saw it and this film was beloved to them. Um, I just... It never. I never had any interest in watching it. And also, as I got older, I just did not like the idea of the narrative of like sex worker with a heart of gold that that a man yeah. swoops and it's like I I I I I'm not into that narrative, and I never was really. So I think that's kind of what kept me from watching this movie. And I thought maybe I would be surprised. Maybe the movie had something to offer that I was not expecting. And by the looks on your faces, you think that that is foolish and you would be correct because this is absolutely everything I was expecting. And also... It's a Gary the- Marshall movie. Like, it, they tried. 
the most okay i don't want to like i don't want to be judgmental or anything but this is the most boring movie about sex work i have ever seen oh yeah for sure like it could not have been a whole lot though because normally they're pretty sad that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, sad. It was just funniest. boring. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so that was our experience with Pretty Woman prior to the podcast. The end. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Um, so let's get into talking about this movie. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it. Man. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Okay, Pretty Woman. Can that be our new? <laughs> can that be our new thing? Just, I'll just have Hillary really record all of the. You'll. It'll be like. You'll. We'll be like pentatonics. Yes. Oh and we'll God. Have, we'll do all the. I'm just like. Yeah, and that'll be how we do all of our transitions. Like make Jeez. weird noises into I'm the sure microphone. We you will can not overlay lose any them. Listeners. Like oh, I really we could could. get Thomas in on this too. I, could, I bet oh Thomas, could do, Thomas some crazy would do some shit. sick beats with the, that. Oh my god, god. mistake! Thomas, um, I'm gonna record a bunch of smacking noises with my mouth. I expect you to make them into a song by the oh next month. Amazing. Thank you. Yes. Um, so this movie, uh, Pretty Woman, 1990. Um, Whoa, where do we start? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, yeah. I, so this movie is called Pretty Woman. Um, and I, it was went by another title, I believe, originally. I wish I could remember. Before they oh, changed. Let's speculate wildly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did read a piece of trivia about this. I could this. come up with so I many options. I think I've read that too. Um, it was originally called something else. And I think it was called like 3000 after the $3,000 oh, he offers okay. her, I, that Which sounds like a sci-fi oh my movie. <laughs> my my guess was going to be, don't worry, you can just buy her. You know? Um, I was actually thinking a nice title would be toxic masculinity mm. oh that would be a uh, wonderful title for this finds movie. a find finds his version of a love match oh boy okay we should just get into talking about this movie because i could go on and on and on about that particular topic but i i suppose we should get into the actual plot here so uh let's start by talking about edward played by richard gear mm. um mm. sex symbol richard gear right he's so hot are you serious? I think he's really sexy. Are you serious? I think Richard Gere is really sexy. He's dude. like a piece of wood. Oh my god, I think he's so hot. With very tiny oh eyes. Very tiny eyes. <laughs> this is I such think he's one. really hot. He's like a piece of wood oh that god. somebody poked holes into. I'm into it. I'm into like, it. He could Maybe have been it's because Edward Cullen to me. <laughs> I can so see that. Distant. He's, he's just and very invested. Yeah, yeah he's very, <laughs> like, I, That's why I, I see remember, him as Edward Cullen. Oh yeah, totally. Edward, whatever his name was in that. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, I didn't think much of it. I just thought, oh, it's this guy who's like an emotional and like, that's just how guys are. But I watched it this summer and I'm like, no, this guy's a dick. Yeah. He's possessive. He's such an asshole. He is. But like Richard Gere, the person is sexy. Passive aggressive. Okay, no. I Well, I mean, I just did not find him sexy in this. I, no, I, like, I think I in this to. movie, I'm very attracted to the fact that he was just shelling out cash all the fucking time. Mm. Well, I can I see that. I love money. Um, I know. I really feel <laughs> like. You can follow me on Twitter. Is, <laughs> I feel like this is like a, a the perfect love story for you. Yeah, it really this is my I think maybe this is what has fucked me up. Maybe I think we're fine this, if this oh was my a therapy God, this session. Is the heart of it. I think this is where we would get to the point where we're like I think we found the root of Hillary's dating this issues. Is your breakthrough. And it was because I watched this movie at a young age and thought a man will just buy me and then I won't have to worry about anything anymore. <sighs> 
Okay. It's so only. Um, it happen. I wanted to be attracted to him because it would have made the movie more interesting, but I found him repulsive in every single way, frankly. I, yeah. Um, but I, we can get into that more deeply. So we were introduced to Edward at this party. And, and as we were watching it, the first thing I began to think about was that the beginning of Three Men and a Baby, where they're also having a rich person's party at a fancy house. Yeah. Only they were like fun and charming. I know. I hated that intro less. Yeah. On Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. yeah. Like he just seemed like a dick. And then Jason Alexander is also a dick. Oh, yeah. man. And they're all dick. just smarmy. And like immediately, I, I think it's also like the place that I'm at right now where like white guy, old white, white guys in suits. Like, like I just, I, my, mm-hmm. my, my butthole tightens now. Like I just yeah. like I stiffen yeah. up and I become mm-hmm. very defensive. It's a tough time for me. Uh, as far as white guys in suits go. Yeah. So I was I was not enjoying this opening at all. So anyway, we find out that Edward is, he broke up with his girlfriend, right? Very unemotional about it. He's basically like, yeah. whatever, bitch. Um, yeah. He's bro- that's what you want. Exactly. He um, and is then, not enjoying this party that's, I guess, Well, and another woman even walks up to him, too, and is like, hey, Edward. And he's she's like, I got married. And he's like, oh, you got married? And she's like, couldn't wait for you. And I'm like, how long like I have so many questions yeah. how long did you wait was it a respectful amount of time or were you like one month better get married to somebody else then I mean I, I think, think she made the right call oh I definitely think she Honestly. made the right call um okay so he's having a party he's not enjoying it um I believe he asks to borrow his lawyer's car right he's asked did to borrow he ask Jason or did he just take it he asks. I think he just takes it oh, okay I thought yeah. he just took it I also would like to um ask why there was the inexplicable magic at the very beginning of the movie yeah wait, there's magic there's, yeah, there's, a, there's, magic. A, there's a magician yeah that's how it starts is there's like the, the opening shot is just someone doing like a trick with a coin oh yeah now you see it now you don't and then there's like the big coin was yeah. that supposed to tell us something about the I, I was wondering but it didn't i'm gonna pour myself some more tea here i had forgotten that that even happened I think he said something about like being able to multiply your money or something. I don't know something because hmm. it was two ladies, right? He made yeah. like some comment about them. Um, in any case, so he takes the is it a Ferrari? I don't know cars. Um, I don't know cars. It's a Lotus. A Lotus. They say it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they say it like a lot. I wrote it down. Probably I a knockoff Ferrari today, so I'd be fresh. Is that like nice. a '90s? Oh, good for you. A '90s Lotus, whatever yeah. that is. I'm sorry, Lotus. car fans. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It was a stick shift. Know that much? Yeah, it was a fancy sports car. Um, I, I, he goes driving off, leaves his own party. Um, he is well. I guess before we get to Vivian, I guess we should just say that Edward's job is that he buys companies in trouble. So he's like, I don't know what, like a shark c- yeah. character type yeah. guy. Yeah, buys companies in trouble and then sells off the pieces. Yeah. Is kind of how he puts it. So he's one of those guys. It's real nice. I love those guys. <sighs> Um, automatically somebody I'm going to be falling in love with. Hillary has yeah. just got stars mm-hmm. in her eyes. Smitten. She's hoping to meet one of those hot Wall Street bros. Again, wow. you can find me on Tinder, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Email the Feminine email. Mistake podcast yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> email your bank account numbers mm-hmm. and a picture Please. of your Lotus. <laughs> yes. But I, your car Lotus, not... Well, any sort of yeah. lotus that you have. You, you may be doing a lotus, way. a lotus pose if you're into yes. yoga. If you're into yoga, though, like, just don't worry about it. Unless, <laughs> like, your bank account really, like, it really is good, you know? 
Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, he who drives off, we get introduced to Vivian. Um, Is the, okay. So do we get introduced time? to her or her vagina? Her, okay. Her vagina. That again, I want to reference another movie we watched Ooh. last year. Uh, just she one just of one of the guys. Yeah. That and I agree with you because I remember talking about that one and it was the difference in the way it was shot, mm-hmm. right? And that it wasn't like it didn't start with vag to boobs to like butt and like this one did. And like this I thought like of that. I thought of just one of the guys when I saw this shot and I was just like, damn, that is very different. It was hella male gaze. It was a uh, while yeah. before we saw yeah. her face. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was mostly like, like really her putting while. on a bra and we like all kinds. Yeah. Point, but not even her face. Just yeah. her putting on makeup. It kind of reminded me of like how often posters are used in advertisements where it's just women's lips or like yeah. their chest yeah. and you never see their faces. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was very, um, it was like a shot that started on the crack of her ass basically mm-hmm. yeah. and then traveled up to her boobs. Mm-hmm. That was how we were introduced to Julie Roberts character, Vivian. Yeah. Yep. It's but then she important. colors in her boots and you realize she that does. she's just like scrappy and like mm. trying to get it, mm. you know? She's got she's pictures of her money. friends on the walls. Right? She's just a, a fun, nice. young little California girl. Can we talk about how overly Millage sanitized or... she is as a character? Yeah. Can we just yeah. talk yeah. about that? Like, I know it's not like until later we hear about this, but I almost feel like they're like, well, we can't have him fall in love with like well, a real sex worker. So she thing. has to be like a sex worker who's just trying it out for, for like, like a summer job. Well, and here's the thing yeah. too, is that even Kit was sanitized yeah. too. And like, cause mm-hmm. her character Vivian is, she's just off the farm of Milledgeville, Georgia and just moved out there and she's got to try to <sighs> make some money after her fast food <laughs> jobs didn't LA, work she out. She's fast food job. So she's going to try out a little sex work. Right. But it's a natural just sound. It's so right. fun. And then Kit has been in this game for a long time. And even Kit is like a very cleaned up version of Kit who she Laura, should be. Kit played by Laura San Giacomo or Gia. Yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, she's like a drug addict and all these she's other a, things. And she's, she's a drug addict. But she's still like a fresh faced, cute little girl. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is not who that person would look like. She's a peppy drug addict like, who never, uh, although spend, although she d- dump, d- does spend all their money on drugs. Yes. Uh, their rent money. Um, she never seems down and out. She never no. seems. I mean, the way they sick act or is not. Yeah. Yeah. Now or I do say. Wasted I say in any way. Julia Roberts, how she portrays her, is not all put together, and like no. she is right. kind of like awkward and lanky, yeah. and you know, right. But I think that's supposed to speak to her yeah. awkwardness yeah. and like naivety, yeah. naivete, naivete. Um, it's like a prince and the pauper kind yeah. of situation, though. Well, you know, and yes, I thought it was kind of interesting that Kit kept talking about how like. Skinny Marie, who was found in the dumpster. Yeah, there's yeah. she was a crackhead, so that was just different than them. Yeah. They're not crackheads, so that could never happen to them. But a she's woman, doing drugs the whole time. This movie starts this with movie a woman's start- body being found in a dumpster, yeah, and tourists taking pictures of it. Tourists from Orlando taking yeah. pictures. Yeah, like and Hank Azaria is there interviewing yeah, people. I know, which was so odd to just me. I was like, damn, hello, super weird. Like he never came Very back brief. again. I thought that was going to return. I don't know if that was an. an yeah, an, an, it seems like an important plot line. Like, uh, yeah, I thought they were going to yeah. come back to that. And also, like, that was a, a moment where, like, the reality of, like, how that the job that they have can be dangerous. Like, it was kind of present in that moment. And then it was just like, just I mean, no, like, yeah. her neighborhood seemed very, like, they were going out of their way to make it seem dangerous at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have the money for the rent. Uh, 
her landlord is Mr. Heckles, by yes. the way. Yeah, I noticed that. From Friends. From friends. <laughs> um so and she has to climb out a window to escape him they keep their money in the toilet of course where else as you do, where do you keep your keeps money? money as you do i keep my money in nature's pocket that's also um, safe it's very yep. safe it's very safe there safe sanitary and comforting mm-hmm. for the money mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah no. it's got a nice like resting <laughs> place yeah Ugh. um and i have to, and and i just I just and it's really fun when you have to like check pull, out at when a you're, store when you're clerk. at the coffee shop yeah. and you just got to pull it out and count it and you're like yep. sorry I'm wearing my bike shorts just got to get my hand sorry. in here it's a little damp my okay <laughs> anyway um <laughs> sorry um okay so back to this movie um so uh, we're still Edward at the part Joe. where Edward pulls bad. up in the car we haven't even <laughs> she hasn't even gotten in the car yet so he offers her five she up she says she'll take five dollars to give him directions Mm-hmm. He says he's going to pay her 20 and then she gets in the car, right? Because she's, yeah, like, she's just like, for cool. $20, I'll go with you. <laughs> Which, like, why? Like, you're already at work. Like, why would you leave work to go spend money to go back well, to work? Well, isn't that you know? work, yeah. work? That's work, right? She's going to schmooze him. Also, she might. it's kind of oh, like maybe, when you're yeah. at the table and you've got the table to order a pitcher of beer. You want to upsell some That's wings. That's true. She's got to upsell true. that. She's got to upsell that. Right. She's got to sell him the wings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So she gets in the car and like uh, a breast and a thigh. Oh, bum, 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 bum. We're walking a line. We're walking a line of taste here, I think, as we usually do. Um, Whoops. No, that was that was good. I've already had a full glass of wine. Sorry, guys. We haven't even like gotten. <laughs> I know we really have part of this. So movie. let's 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 uh, let me. Oh my. Yeah, we really oh, yeah. We need to. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We're doing it. No, 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 no. We're actually doing good. So he. They end up hitting it off in the car. We'll just say that. They hit it off. Uh She gives him directions to Beverly Hills because he needs to get back to his place. Once they get there, um, he ends up letting her drive because she is into cars. And his first car was a limousine. Yeah, right. Right. And he doesn't know how to drive. He doesn't know how to drive, you guys. Yeah. He's so rich. He doesn't know how to drive. drive I thought he... I got the sense that he didn't know how to drive. drive Well... I feel like I got the sense that he didn't know how to drive because he always too. gets driven around by yeah. Because also, I think at this point in time, too, it was a common skill to be able to drive a stick shift. Like, I don't True. think that it was In 1990, as, it was, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, I don't think that it was as obsolete a skill as it is now. Especially fancy fucking cars. Mm-hmm. Like, if he drove regularly, he would know how to drive a stick shift. I literally shift. saw a meme the other day that was a picture of a stick shift, and it said, millennial anti-theft device on it and i was like that's hey that's fucking so who needs true. a stick very shift very it's not necessary it's I, like i don't even drive anymore i just uber everywhere because i hate parking yeah that's true wow we first. are really getting like we really we have to get back to this car okay, okay so car. anyway back to the car so uh, he they get along they hit it off she drives his car by the time they get to his ho- he lives in a hotel because he's not from la he's from new york right right, mm-hmm. right. um and that she's dropping him off at the beverly wilshire hotel mm-hmm the and Regent Beverly Wilshire. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know my Beverly's. Um, I've seen this movie so many times. <laughs> I know she writes down Reg Bev Wilsh. Yes, she does. that's true. Um, Got it. And he, he it, she propositions him, um, gives him a little, gives him a little, little rub between the legs before yeah. leaving. And I actually was him. watching this movie this time, and I was like, I did not catch that stiff joke as a kid. The like joke that she makes about like. 
uh, oh the like when they're driving oh, yeah. he's driving the car and he's like oh it's just a little stiff and she reaches over into his lap and it's just the like stick well not yet oh, okay yeah <laughs> when he's yeah. like saying he's having yeah, trouble driving and she's like that. well not yet and then they switch seats and right. she drives yeah and i did not catch that joke the first time we of watched course you didn't and good thing too when you were Since coming out of the womb it's too bad your mom didn't point it out to you i know and explain it to you exactly that would have been a good opportunity for jeez mom thanks a lot moment right there such a teachable moment when a when a man and a woman sort of like each other in a lotus i would have um, been amazing <laughs> at hand jobs by high school oh man <laughs> hey, everybody's got to be good at something okay no. so <laughs> they get to the hotel uh she is sort of propositioned to him he kind of seems like he's kind of not he seems like he's not going to go for it but then he changes his mind and uh invites her up to his hotel room but yeah. is uh, embarrassed of her and makes yeah. her wear his jacket i don't think mm. he's embarrassed i think he's trying to like protect her from being kicked out like he's trying to like i don't i, don't, I, I think he doesn't want to be seen well, with let, anyone like her let, let, let's hear hear you out sarah let's tell us why you think that yeah i mean it was just the way he did that it felt more like here they're gonna judge you and like this is my coat like it, it wasn't like ew because like there was nothing about him that was like ew you're a prostitute it was like i want to like shelter you or I want to save you or I want to like I definitely think that throughout the film he's like I'm your fuck he wants to be the fucking sa- like I'm good yeah. the guy that's gonna swoop in and fix your fucking life and be your savior yeah. your See, white felt like white trying to help in like this- save her in- as opposed to like be like embarrassed of her in this scene where he puts the coat on her to me it was like every frat guy who slept with a fat girl and was like sneak in the side entrance you know it was like i'm ashamed of you but i still want to do this because i like what i like and i like you and i want to do it but also i don't want anyone to know that this is what i like and this is what i want i I mean i'm that's mostly picking up on this uh, this consistent look of disgust he has on his face most of the time whenever he asks her to do something or or I should say tells her to do something we often passive aggressively Um, uh, the one example that's really striking to mind happens later but when they're in the eating breakfast and she sits on the table and he says you know there's a seat right there like like, instead of being like hey um, it's making me uncomfortable that you're sitting on the table can you sit in a seat like he's a fucking dick about it and I feel like that's the way he is with the coat where he's like got this like disgust look on his face where he's like cover up for fuck's sake because she's wearing this like dress with like a lot of cut out holes and she's got these thigh high boots and she obviously doesn't fit in with all the yeah very 2017 trendy <laughs> I can see that being sold at Forever Twenty One right now. This is right. like this outfit is my aesthetic. Yeah. It's like what I want to be wearing all the time. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, like but cut out sides, high mm-hmm. boots. Yeah, love it. Not fitting in with the old biddies though that are oh. hanging out in that hotel room. No. Um. And any and, and as she walks in, she kind of also starts to feel self conscious. Like I think this is one of a series yeah. of moments where he makes her feel less yeah. than. But yeah. I think she right takes that bat. back in the elevator for sure. She mm-hmm. like I think she takes all of that like I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm feeling uncomfortable and turns it on its head and is like I'm just going to be who the fuck I am mm-hmm. in the scene with the elevator when she just gets in like uh, after the like oh there's a run in my pantyhose and like oh I'm not wearing any and then she gets in the oh, elevator yeah. sits down and um what like the line is like color me happy there's a sofa in here for two and she just puts her leg up on it and it's just to make the that couple uncomfortable 
because of who she is. He he doesn't. But she is ready to get down to business. Um, but, but he, he just wants to talk. Well, and he orders strawberry or and talk. champagne he at does. the front desk when they first walk in. He's like, "Have some strawberries and champagne." And sent snubs up. her for not wanting strawberries. Yeah. She's yeah. like, "What are these for?" And he's like, "Ugh, they make the champagne taste better." Fuck you. But they don't, guys. They don't. And she had I mean, already drank her whole glass, and he was like, oh. "She's like, he's like, oh god, this uh, this lo- this low class woman I picked up sorry, is, is just not is just not meeting my standards also, right now." I've chugged a lot of champagne in my life. She didn't burp. She didn't burp. She didn't burp. Oh, and also they didn't tip the elevator guy. I was very upset about oh, that. Yeah. They never tipped the elevator Ooh, guy, and he right. did the most in this movie. He did. He was there. He really and was. he kept his mouth shut, except for when he was asked not to. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's a long-suffering fellow, that guy. And they made a point to tip other people in yeah. the hotel. Yeah, I thought it was kind of shitty that's that true. they never tipped him. Um, and he was like working the night shift too. He was. Yeah. Um, so he offers her some strawberries, which she doesn't really want, which is honestly, I have three children, so that's the first time I've seen anyone turn down strawberries. Yeah. I mean, if it was my house, they would be gone immediately. I don't think I've ever seen a human turn down a strawberry, to be honest. I mean, like who, any I mean unless person. you're allergic. Unless you're yeah. allergic. But I've never. doesn't allergic. like strawberries. Sometimes if they're too cold, I have very sensitive teeth. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't like it when it's really cold. I love a chocolate covered yeah. strawberry. Oh, but if it's covered in chocolate, yeah. I'll oh, God. If cover anything in chocolate. I'm, I I'm like strawberry flavored things. Mm. Yes. Um, but she, as usual, as will happen multiple times throughout this movie, to please him will eat the strawberry. Can we talk about how he doesn't seem attracted to her? Like he doesn't seem excited to sleep with her. He's just kind of like, eh, he's I just guess. Like, There's a woman here now. I he's feel like, like for I the guess. first like third of the movie, they have like no chemistry in my opinion. No mm. chemistry. And he's just got this very stony face, sour expression. Like, again, I, f- I feel like we're not, I'm not really describing this well, but like, when I mean by toxic masculinity is this, I'm a man's man and I have no emotion and like, I make the bread and like, you know, I don't, he, he like wants everything his way. Everything has to be his way. Yeah. Like, he calls the shots. He tells her what to do. She obliges. And of course, in this situation, he's paying her to behave a certain way yeah. but it's like his ideal woman it almost seems like after and we find out in the scene Ugh. that he's been married before he broke up with this he had a girlfriend, girlfriend at the same time when he was married like he was having an affair yeah like so he wants things to be a certain way and the only way he can get them is to pay a woman to be compliant basically yeah yeah, yeah. so uh this is the scene where she watches uh he wants her to just sit down and watch tv so again like i'm feeling like and he wants to She's just like creepily watch her yeah. watch TV, which is just so odd to me. She's like a little kid at a slumber party. I, yeah. I know, was really but it was cute, so though. cute. Like, she was adorable. She I really was liked so her. Cute. Like, I don't She's want, adorable. Like, I don't want to mince words She's about it. Like, I think she is really cool. Like, I want to be her friend. I want yeah. to be Vivian's friend. She yeah. seems so cool. But she is cool. he is so fucking creepy. He's a total so creep. And creepy. then she only asked for 300 for the night. What? She lowballed him so hard. I it's know. a hundred an hour. She should have timed can, out the yeah, hours. Can we talk Come about on, the math here? Like, it, let's say conservatively that she got there at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. If she's there till the next morning, even if it's 6 a.m., that's $600. Right? Yeah. Unless, like, he Come picked on, her honey. up at, have like, you never 4 a.m. I know. I used to do overnights babysitting and I didn't even have to sleep with a person or like get undressed or like do anything I didn't want to do. I was alone past 8 p.m. I still charged like $200. Yeah. Right. Do an overnight. I mean, you know, like I feel like, like somebody, needs, somebody needs to get that girl a calculator. That. That's all I'm saying. 
She was, however, pro condom, and I really liked that. I yeah, did I like too. that. Yeah, yeah. She pulled yeah. out the condoms. I did like mm-hmm. She had a variety, a variety, variety of gold one. condoms. Like yeah. the gold I haven't gotten one. there yet, but the three three thousand houses that she eventually well, let's get charges. There. Okay. Okay. So she stays overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, creepily watches her. He watch creepily watches her. Lucy. She definitely. We definitely get a. We. I don't know if they. Ha- I guess they have sex the first night. There's well, definitely a blowjob oh, that goes down I, for yeah. sure. Also, add one quick thing. Sorry, going back to the champagne. He doesn't drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's so creepy. So creepy. I was well, like, he's just. I think it's okay, okay not to alcohol. drink, but well, give someone alcohol and then not drink. You're right. But that he is ordered a whole right. bottle of I, champagne. I, like, I don't drink, but I wouldn't like make someone drink like i want to right know, sarah's not going to invite a dude over to her house and pop a bottle of champagne force him to drink the whole thing like no. uh, it's i mean creepy. to be it's fair weird. he didn't force the champagne on her no he did she force, just like gets drunk and watches she, i love lucy which is exactly what i would have done she, he did exactly force the strawberries on her but it however. is i mean as someone who doesn't drink it is judged. kind of oh yeah the what? floss that's oh, yeah. that's she had the yeah. floss because the damn strawberries and then he oh. was like oh you're doing drugs yeah and he makes more assumptions about her so mm-hmm. rude. Um, so let's talk about the next morning. So this is when they're having breakfast in the morning. She sits on the table. And He's he snarkily. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, why don't we talk about the tub? You want to go for it, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's in the tub. She's listening to Prince and she's singing along to Prince. And I'm worried that she's going to get her headphones wet. Yeah. And like I was worried, so worried about, I was worried about that yeah. Walkman going in there. Yeah, I mean, not about her getting electrocuted, but just like that was a nice Walkman. Yeah. You know? And she's being all goo- goofy and silly in herself. And she thinks she's alone. And then he like is in there st- st- staring at her. And yeah, he's supposed to be going to know. work. And then he creepily well, comes back and like, watches. He doesn't like tell her he's there. He's not like, Hey, he just like walks in and watches her. And then um, she's, she's like, Hey, do you knock? And he offers her, well, he asks her if she will stay the week. Well, she's got, he's trying to close a deal with a client. Yeah. And he needs a, apparently a woman on his arm for some of these events, right? Yeah. Is that basically yeah. the idea? And so he wants it her to stay. It just instills confidence in him as a man. Yeah. yeah. And other men will mm-hmm. see he's how obviously he is viral, so I should if do he business has a lady on his arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he offers it to her and he, she, she's like, and he's like, um, wait, what happened? Does he, does he offer well, her, they haggle her over the first? price? Well, who, who says the first thing? She says it'll cost you. And I'm like, what? $600. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then she comes She's out with like four grand. She says four, four grand. grand. And then he says two. And then she says three. And they settle on three. three. Yeah. And then, and then there's like, this is jumping ahead, like a, to the end of the scene, but there's a part where, where he's like, or no, where she's like, I would have done it for two. And he's like, I would have paid four. Yeah. And, like if you can afford it then why are you hacking yeah, with her? Right? she clearly needs the money um is that supposed to be, is that, to be is that supposed to be romantic yes it is <laughs> but i was like <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, don't like I don't like it i don't like it i don't like it have we talked about how tiny his eyes are i just feel yeah, like we so need to revisit small. this <laughs> like i'm but disturbed by his the tininess of his eyes like i i feel like i understand he's supposed to be a sex symbol but i just cannot he's like a cartoon character yeah. he's like do you guys remember Doug? Yeah. Yes, yeah. He, Nickelodeon. Yeah, he, he has like Doug. Doug's eyes. Okay. I'm sorry. I just, I and had Doug's to bring nose. that up again. It's yeah. He does. He's like Doug. If Doug grew <laughs> up and wore a suit <laughs> and had a very snarky attitude. I'm just like, I'm picturing a person who's like bald, like Doug, tiny eyes, like Richard Gere. And then no neck, like that guy from pajama <laughs> game. And you are turned and on. And a nose it's like terrifying. Like a <laughs> 
it like it reminds me of like the 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 thing with the hands and the eyes oh. in that uh, Guillermo yeah. del Toro movie. Pants oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what it reminds me yeah, of. That's yeah, really no, creepy. that's not good. Creepy. That's not a hybrid I want to think about. No. So, um, welcome to your nightmares, listeners. <laughs> basically, what I was getting from everything with Richard Gere's relationships and this is that he can't. He's not capable of a normal relationship, so yeah. he has to pay for one. Yeah. And yeah. When do, when does he say that you know like we're the same like we both screw people for money? Uh, I don't remember that. Is that a line yes. in the movie? He does. It's like later in the movie. I think it's oh. like towards the end when she and him are both kind of like falling for each other, and he's like, "We both screw each other for money," and then it's like a dig at her, and she's like all upset about he, it. He like. He is abusive in every sense of the word. Like he puts her down. He controls her. He sees her as his property. And like, I understand he's paying for her. But like, I think the fact that she is his property is part of his attraction to her. I agree. Um, Which is real fucking gross to me. For a movie that is supposed to be one of the most romantic movies of all time. It's very. Is it? It's. I, people yeah. hold it up in the pantheon it is, of it is in the pan- romantic it is fucking in the pan- movies. Pantheon, yeah. Hillary. I never thought that it was like romantic in any way. So, <laughs> after the first shopping trips, so we're gonna go back. Let's. I feel like now's. I feel like we can talk sort of about how they get closer. You know, like uh, they sort of. They're, mm-hmm. I hesitate to Are call it a rela- relationship, but yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk about this date. So she goes on a date with him. But is it a date or is it a business meeting? It's a business meeting that he takes her to. I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't make any damn sense. They didn't bring their wives or girlfriends. So it's not as if it's like a social gathering. They're there to talk about business. But is it a distraction? Is it a power play? Is this a business tactic? I don't understand. I think they were saying that like he... It would he would be coming on too strong if he came by himself. So if he brought another person, it'd be more casual. So he needed to his bring a masculinity date to is oh, just I too think that intimidating. Was what he was talking to um, George Costanza about. Yes, yeah. he was yes. talking to George. He was Costanza like because he wanted to go, and yeah. he was like, "No, don't worry, I've got a gal." Yeah, um, like his masculinity is just too potent. Yeah, yeah. He's, when he's by himself, too strong. He may just but, like slap like, him. In he the face. knows that she's yeah. not from the upper crust. So yeah. he knows that she's probably not going to know what damn fork to use. She didn't go to cotillion like no. some of us did. Myself. What? I went to cotillion. Oh Your God, stories I'm are so, so interesting, Natalie. I just Please want to talk about more. you all night. Please was, tell us more. I was taller than all of the men and, or and by men, I mean 13 year old boys. And oh my God. I um, rarely had someone to dance with because 13 year old boys did they don't like teach you how to use the escargot yeah. they, utensil they did not but they did teach you what all the different forks and knives and things are oh. and how mm-hmm. to set a table and well, how to Barney write a gives thing, her a you know. lesson about he, he that he gave her a yeah. small cotillion oh basically. that's what that is okay but he didn't teach her the escargot thing which not, speaking which of fair. i've had escargot before i've never seen it served like that well i, I imagine either. you just you just rip it open with your hands right you right i mean in the normal kind of world you just like <laughs> like suck it out of this shell like that i've never eaten that before i hope okay. you enjoy that later <laughs> when you're editing I, I need to bring up something really important that really baffled me about this film I don't understand the order in which these dishes are served. Why was salad at the end? It was like but the salad there was never no sal- came. The salad never, never came. came. Like they had, but she did have sorbet in the middle of the meal, which those are my favorite meals. Is when they wait, just bring you ice cream in the middle of is it. Is that what usually happens? Yeah, I was so confused. She had, a, she had a palate cleanser, like a is little that green that sorbet. I didn't yeah. understand because I, I was like, Princess okay, Diaries. so they brought out lunch meat. They brought out like olive loaf. Yeah. Then they brought out snails. 
Then they brought out dessert. The salad never came. Well, but it's not dessert, though. It's a palate cleanser before okay. your main course. I, so I don't I understand the what happened. Let, they stormed out before the dinner because they said something about, like, like enjoy, enjoy your, your dinner. dinner. And I was like, uh, what the fuck have they been eating? I don't time. understand. Yeah. I've only ever so had one like, meal tapas. like that. Like, and it was oh, like, I've only ever had one meal where it was served with, like, a palate cleanser. And it was very strange. But, or, well, maybe I've had two. But, like, it's served, like, in a little champagne glass. And it's, like, green sorbet with champagne normally on it and i remember that was one of the times that like where was this um, never, i don't i'm no i don't I, understand any i of went these to like a resort things. when i was a kid like my parents stayed at like some weird resort like i hardly remember anything about it but i remember it because i was allowed to have champagne that night how old were you well it was because it was on the sorbet and okay. that's why it was like such a big deal like it's literally like a splash of it on there so and you like, got wasted but i was super excited about it because i was just like oh champagne and like little 10 year old hillary or whatever was like super excited about it but like i i don't know like that's the only thing that i know about it is just like it's served in between courses i never felt like it was a palate cleanser i was just always yeah. like ice cream in the middle of dinner i know Princess i just Diaries. i did not, yes. did not understand yes. how Princess i learned did not understand. I because she didn't know what it was either yeah well i didn't i she thought they were having just, dessert she in the just middle stuck of dinner. in their ice cream I don't and then gave herself people can eat that much like i get full after one appetizer i know like, i feel I like i would have i would have like, had yeah i would have had the I'm olive loaf and the snails and i probably would have been okay for yeah, a little I while i smoke a lot of weed i could just like eat that's for days <laughs> it was like days just but like that keep it coming and it i'll just to, keep it depends eating. on what i'm like how i'm going into mm-hmm. this meal <laughs> like if i put a j in my bag and i can walk out and like take a couple puffs like we can go all night maybe we should remake pretty woman with yeah with you and, and then Andy as Richard Gere. Maybe that's oh what we should do. Oh, my God. And we're just, like, blazing up at the table. Like, <laughs> what's up, guys? We're going to order us a couple more courses. Um, you going to finish that, bro? So they go on the date. Uh, the meeting doesn't go well. And he's pouting hardcore about it. Won't even really talk to her after dinner. Like, they get home. She's, like, trying to But it goes be- bad because... Isn't it because he's an asshole? Like, didn't yes. he do something to them? Um, didn't he? Is this the part where he's like already called in the senator favor or whatever? Well, at this point? he, uh, yeah, yeah, they they on. don't want to. He, it? it's an it's a family company. He, the old guy doesn't want his company sold. Well, but the old guy's really cute to her, by the way. He yeah, is. no, they they are they're they're nice. The young guy um, seems a little ju- judgy. He oh, seems no. a little douchey. That he's, is, but he he's a little Paula. Donald J. Trump Jr. Oh, oh, the yeah, young yes, dude, yeah, and then he tries to like play it up later. But um, the old dude is always just like, I mean, when she's sitting there trying to figure out what fork to use, he's like, oh, don't worry. I never knew which one to use either. And he's yeah. very nice to her. And he like, um, shows that he can he eats it with his hands. So mm-hmm. it's cool. So she can, so well, can she. And Edward's but, been pulling some things behind the scenes to get an advantage in the right. sale. And he's like gotten a dirty politician that's like in his pocket to mm-hmm. stop a military contract that this dude's yes. business is going to get like this yeah. is business is that's how they're going to keep the right yeah they keep the business afloat but like the meeting goes bad because he's a dick it's yeah. not her fault no it's, it's not, not her fault i mean like he fucking does it he hires a sturdy politician to yeah do no it. he's a fucking he's a fucking twisted dick but then he um, takes it out on her she was precious. Sarah like Twisted Dick. <laughs> Twisted Dick. Um, that's <laughs> going like to be the name of my, my band. Oh, my God. Twisted Dick. <laughs> yes. It really sounds like a cider to me. 
<laughs> twisted dick. dick. It's just got like a crooked dick. penis on the front. Oh um, the bottle that. is shaped like a crooked so, penis. Oh my god! So I would much. buy that wine so hard. I would. Oh my god! I would um, save that bottle. Yes. Something in it. I don't know. I have a really pretty but one. If you at drink home, it, it like pours all it. over you because it's like so, so twisted. It's super it's like it's twisted. Super messy. It just like leaks out the side, kind of like the spray is just like off to the, the side when you pour it. The wine no comes aim. out too quickly. <laughs> yeah. Before you're ready to it's drink over it. Over before you're There's even like feeling anything. There's no warning. <laughs> it just happens. Or as we like to call it getting pool housed. Um, pool house. Oh my god. Oh, for sure. It's from our last film, Fast Times. Um. So they go back to the hotel. Uh, she's trying to chat him up. He wants nothing to do with it. This is when we get the scene where he like goes downstairs. He's like, "Go off to bed with you." Like he dismisses her to bed. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes downstairs. At some point, she wakes up and she goes downstairs, and he is just Playing pounding on that piano. Well, he also doesn't dismiss her to bed until she says he reminds you of your dad, doesn't he? Like you like him. Oh. Like she calls him out on it and is just like, you don't want to take his business because you like him. And he's like, off to bed with you. Goodbye, woman. Yeah. I'm going to go downstairs no and Does work. Does he actually say off to bed with you? No. No, no. but it's something like that. He's but. like, I'm going to go downstairs and work. You go to sleep. Yeah, he like, tells her what to do. Like, he does tell her what to yeah. do for sure. And this is around the time that I, I wrote down that um, basically they both are coming to the conclusion that you are not coming to the conclusion that both already have the conclusion that you can't get emotional with any kind of business and that's yeah. another reason that they're the same because they know you can't be emotional in this kind of world right and oh, that's is why that they have this, this is why she doesn't kiss on the mouth yeah. yes because kid has told her that if you kiss on the mouth you'll fall in love with your your john because you know that's yeah how, um that's that's how that works the feelings come in in the saliva yeah. the feelings come in in the mouth for sure the mouth mm-hmm. hole yeah, yeah. that's mouth. why I have such a tawdry <laughs> Actually, relationship the- with my food. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. The feelings Indeed. come when your juices mingle <laughs> down down there. You sound like my Catholic high school no, I'm teacher. S- no, I'm so <laughs> serious, though. There's like, no, when, when women have sex with men and there's no, like, protection and, like, there's stuff inside women. Not stuff, w- semen. Bodies. Yeah. No, no, not, not semen, like. Our, our, I'm our fascinated own, our by own this stuff that like mixes with men, not necessarily their, their semen, so but so it's their like skin. a human smoothie, is and what you're saying. You, mm. It causes this kind of like attract, tra- this kind of like love type thing. Okay, with, 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 is that with, why with I women? like latex so much? And not, and it doesn't happen for men, like men. Can stick their penises like anywhere, and they don't feel that same connection. Where did, where did you? Where did, did oh, where did you? Where, where does this you. information come from? Oh, from like science, science books, and like okay, okay, like it's a. Can we get an thing. article about this up on the page? I'd love to hear more about this. Um, so, long story short, guys, if you don't want to fall in love, use a condom. Okay, don't mix your smoothies together. So she goes downstairs. Don't mix your smoothies together. Yeah, don't mix your smoothies together. Right. You keep your salt in your jar. He keeps his pepper in his jar. So uh, you go down. She goes downstairs. I and he has the salt. She's Let's wearing. Be real. 
her he, robe. She's wearing a robe and negligee, which I thought she had not bought. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Is was this that no, her She's after the sh- shopping spree. She went shopping with the ladies and like after he was like, my dick is so huge. I'm going to spend a, an obscene no, 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 amount no, no, of no, money. Because the date was before the, the shopping spree with him. Yeah. That's the next I morning. So I don't know where oh. she got the. Oh, it was her I slip. Think it was her slip because okay. it was black. She's wearing this like negligee, oh. black negligee thing, um, which I, to be truthful, growing up in the 80s and 90s, I thought that if you were going to have sex with a person, everyone had, had that mm-hmm. kind that outfit and that was your sex outfit. I don't think <laughs> I've ever had a sex outfit. I've never had lingerie or anything like that. I, tried that once when it's i was so in my impractical. 20s it seems very impractical well frankly i don't know about you guys but my husband i th- i could be wearing a bear suit and i feel like he really wouldn't it wouldn't yeah pay it he doesn't he's not interested in the package he's interested in, in what's, what's inside, inside the it. package mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he's like i don't care if it comes in an amazon box it's still gonna be fun inside yeah it's more like i he doesn't That's want the, he doesn't want there to be too much tape to dig through you know There's it's just like straps yeah or, not you know. don't doesn't want i had a, a roommate in college who like every time she would have a dude over like she'd just take up the bathroom for like 45 minutes oh because God. she'd be, like get into like a sex outfit That's, see if it was a lot i think it's fun i don't think they expected it i think she liked to do it and that's fine like if that's what you like look i get into clothes i get into clothes i do she was a she was very into clothes very into makeup like and i get it but also i was just like girl every time like you've been out with this dude like 10 times like Like, give it up now i mean he's already let him take your jeans off you know (laughs) like come on No, he doesn't need um, the silk nighty. <laughs> like, so she goes downstairs. He is hammering away at the keys. And I mean yeah. a piano. He's at a piano. Meanwhile, all the guys that work in the in the kitchen are just like, hey, if you could wrap this up, bro. Do you know how um, much more impressive I'm it supposed been? to be getting off right now? Yeah. I, I just had this like flash of like how much more impressive would it have been if he was just like performing like Andrea Bocelli style opera in there and he was just like <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like what if he was down there doing like a stand up like, a stand up set? <laughs> yeah, just like down there doing a stand up like I'm sorry, what about this hooker the other day? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Maybe you guys can help me fill in the blanks. They do it on the piano. They do it on the piano. You don't see them do it completely, but like there's like this like sexy like. Well, she likes being played. He like. Ru- yeah, he like pushes her down. He on like the piano. runs his Again, hand down her seems chest. Seems very pos- possessive. It like is my, very possessive. It's like you. Have and he mine. picked her up and put her on the piano. Yeah, like this is my yeah. my th- like I'm done playing the piano now. Now I want to play with this other thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So there's a lot of her sitting in weird in places where he disapproves of her sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, her butt. There's a lot of her hits butt, the keys a yeah, couple her butt of times. Hits the keys. Like, and her foot hits the keys. And there's no music in the background. It's the only sound is her, them hitting the keys. Yeah. Which was very strange to me. You know, this had to have been the hottest <laughs> the, scene in the 1990s. The steamy, though, people. Yeah. Like, like, scene. And then everybody who was like coming home from like a late dinner just heard like. <laughs> Oh God, no! Like coming from yeah. the ballroom, and they were like, "What? Like what band is playing in there?" And they were, and the hotel manager was like, "Don't worry about it, Mr. Smith. Just head to your room, please." I was just but picturing like, the next morning was like, um, "Edward, um, you know you're a valued customer, but um, see, it's the t- the piano. It's a it's very expensive, and it's very sticky. Your today. your semen has <laughs> frozen all the keys together, and we're going to have to get a replacement That's piano. A fuck ton of semen." <laughs> 
so much. Uh, we've hired. <laughs> you just pulled out, laid his dick on all the keys, and just slowly dragged them across. <laughs> no. the, the, the piano player together. The piano we played. We, the, the piano player we've hired can only play C and D. All the other keys are inexplicably stuck together, sir. I'd very much like it if you could help us out with that. But it seems so by not un- spraying your semen all over the piano next that's time. Not- doesn't that seem uncomfortable to sit on a piano and have someone like pound, pound you? Like that just sounds so uncomfortable. Well, like, look, the same we didn't four see keys it. are played with every thrust. <laughs> like, look, no. guys, guys, we didn't see it. It's very possible that he very gently <laughs> laid her on one of those dirty tables, <laughs> lovingly that been eating on all night. Very gently and lovingly. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. I want to know. I don't know where that's going. Inserted. I'm just saying we did it. it just inserted <laughs> gently with care. And just swirled it around. <laughs> stirred it around. Um, he could have just pool housed it, guys, and gone in there and been like, oh, God. Well, we're seems, done now. I feel like with this type of guy, that's really more likely. Probably. I think this yeah. could have been a pool house kind of situation. Anyway, they do it on the they do it on the piano, um, but we don't see it because even though this movie is rated R, uh, we don't we don't get I we mean, don't get to see anything get fun. Any, we don't get any. Thanks of that. a lot, Gary Marshall. Yeah, Gary Marshall. Come on. What was I supposed to masturbate to? Come on. Um, the Come sound on. of the sound of keys, sound of keys discordantly just, being. It, just, it doesn't do it for me, you guys. Sorry, maybe I'm just desensitized, <laughs> but uh, just not turned on by pianos anymore. Not anymore. Um. So. This is, I think, a series of moments. where, And he tries to kiss her during the scene, and she doesn't let him. Mm-hmm. Then we right. see a lot of other things happening. Of course, we have the shopping trip, which we mentioned, uh, where he takes her out shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, she, at some point, bathes him like a baby yeah, <laughs> in the bathtub, yeah. oh where he lays in her so lap. Strange. And then we get se- several really uh, bizarre close-ups of his hairy nipple, which yeah. I'm just not I sure like, what why? that's about. Like, I don't know he artistically. Like, Look, he is a man. He didn't have much chest hair, but we caught these four strands. <laughs> I just don't know what the what that was all about. That's Maybe that's why it's rated R, because of that Richard nipple. Gere's nipple. Oh that forest of <laughs> nipple hair. <laughs> Um, she bathes him. They start telling each other things about themselves. Um, we get this scene where I feel like, which is a, even though I haven't seen the movie before until this, this very, I feel like an iconic scene of her and him laying in bed together where we just see her back and like her hair like splayed out. And she's yeah. basically telling him, I just kind of got into sex work because I needed a summer job. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of we get that conversation. My friend made it sound really cool. I mean, who among us hasn't? Well, she says she mm-hmm. cried the first time. I know that's so, so sad. sad. It's so upsetting. But realer than the way they really present yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. way they're realer. Just very the sanitizing the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So my question about that is: Does she actually get? Uh, has she ever actually gotten a hundred bucks an hour? Because I, I don't, don't think, think she so. has. And was she just mm, like? Well, that sounds like. A a lot of money. Well, I don't Kit, think she Kit has. tells her to charge that oh. right before right, she gets in the car. Right, because how nice the car is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't catch that bit. Is this and she gets, tells him she loves. Yeah. I know. I just. She goes, I love you. And but like then in a really like submissive like Wait, not is like, that where it happens? It, it happens, happens after, after the opera. It happens after the oh, opera. The oh, the opera. I was like, she doesn't kiss him after the fight. No, no, no. You're right. They go to the opera. Like she wears the dress. There's the this iconic scene of him 
snapping her fingers, which I know is supposed to be cute, mm-hmm. but again, made me feel yeah. grossed out because he's like, here's this pretty necklace I've been giving you, but don't, but always remember, I control all the things that you have and you can't even touch this necklace without me snapping your fingers. I think I, I just, I, I it just, ugh. every time I see this scene now, I think of the parody of it in 30 Rock. Yeah. Oh, please where, explain. Um, Jack <laughs> is taking Liz to like some event and like he shows up to give her this thing and she's like, uh, like he shows her is the diamond cheese? necklace. No, he it's a diamond <laughs> necklace and he's like showing it to her and then she's like, oh my God, and she puts her hand on it like uh, Julia Roberts does and then he flips the lid closed on mm-hmm. her hand and then she goes, ow, fuck, that hurt. God, how did you, how could you do that to me? Like that really, yeah. I think my fingers, bro- and she's yeah. like really upset that he like snapped this Which box Which is closed. realistic. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And like, it was obviously supposed to be like this cute little moment. Yeah. And she was like, that fucking hurt. And like, what is was wrong great. with you? It was it, like, I can't think of this scene anymore. Cause she like yeah. laughed so much, but I do think that that wasn't that laugh spontaneous. It Did was. you look that yeah. up? It was, it was, I, yeah, that was not yeah. supposed to happen in this. He scene, improvised. Like he improvised moment. that moment of closing oh. the box and so yeah. the laugh is is her genuine. laugh is genuine but yeah. that it's moment i feel cute. like is for many years defined her, her so much, as a, like that was an a, a a scene that was really tied into her iconography as an actress mm-hmm. yeah was that you know sort of gorgeous woman with this really sparkling personality who's like down to earth and fun and and anyway back to this movie oh my god <laughs> but so she's no, in i feel a red like dress she's in a red dress right she goes to the opera they take a plane. They take a plane, which is really faster than driving. Could you not have found a theater That's in LA? Such a for yeah. fuck's how, sake, how, like yeah. how power play too. Like I'm gonna, oh, yeah. I'm gonna let's go on a plane. But and if you're gonna go on a plane, going. why also, not fly to Rome? Yeah, I that's what I thought that they were gonna do. I was like, oh, they're either. getting to Paris. Like, you know? hey, yeah. let's get on a plane. I'm gonna fly you over. I'm gonna fly you over to Anaheim. I mean like come on at least take her somewhere a little further than I mean I realize San Francisco is a couple hours like six hour drive or whatever but is it yeah it's pretty funny okay well then flying is faster but still dumb um so anyway they go to the opera and he's basically this is I guess his litmus test for whether he can love her Mm -hmm. will she cry during the opera yeah because you either love it or you hate it and she does and then he Mm -hmm. has this smug like (laughs) you guys can't see this at home but Natalie had this very intense expression when she said that um (laughs) you know immediately you love it you know and if you hate it you'll you might come to appreciate it but you'll never have it in your soul (laughs) <laughs> but luckily don't worry your guys. soul is dead it was so good she almost peed her pants so yeah it's all good it's true i thought she almost liked it as much as pirates of penzance oh you see i don't know see i don't know what she said and he's oh, no. still so embarrassed confused. by her so you had something you were gonna say sir no like. it was just um that she was like uh, like crying and then like the the camera pans to him and he's just like mm. watching her like yeah that's right my woman is still. crying during opera <sighs> Like, yeah, that's right. Check Rolling. that box off. God. So after that, also, the opera is amazing. We, uh, one more thing about sure. the opera thing with yeah, the, yeah. the glasses. How she's yeah. like, I can't figure it out. And he's like, here. It's just little things like that. that just happen throughout the film. All very condescending. Yeah. It's condescending. It's like she's a baby that he has to take care of. But then actually Sarah and I discussed this during the bathing scene. I'm not going to backtrack to that. But it seems like he wants... Someone who he completely can control, like a uh, child, like a child, and sexually, but who's also his mommy yep. who takes care of him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think which that is a lot of so men gross. Want that. 
I, I I hope not. I feel like that's a perception. Not explicitly, they don't think that way. But like, they they're not thinking. I want a mommy and a a sex child. Like, they. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A mommy and a sex hashtag child. Hashtag sex child. Um, no, don't no, hashtag. No, nope, don't, don't hashtag it. <laughs> let's no. not trend that. Don't. Nope. Nope. Let's not trend that. Don't. I don't want it associated with our podcast. Nope. 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 <laughs> that's definitely something that Donald Trump would treat. Tweet. Okay. You can um, tweet it at him though. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they think that specifically, but I think it is kind of like a subconscious desire. I hope not. You know, but not. I mean, I think our society does train women to take care of others and to take care of men, but also to be needed to be in need of. You know what I'm trying to say? They they need to be taken care of too. They need you to like tell them what to do and like teach them things and like explain things to them. And I don't like, think I've ever met a man who likes me explaining things to him. No. That's very true. No, I, no, I know no, what I'm Sarah's men, getting at. I'm saying the men, the men want a woman who needs things to be explained oh, to them. The reverse yeah. of that. Oh, reverse of that. oh okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't like, sure where you're going no. with that, but now yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, yes, I definitely think that's the, I think those are the gender roles we're often pushed into. And I want to refute that, but I also know that, despite what living in what I consider to be a modern relationship, uh, I do get saddled with a lot of the caretaking and the picking up after. And I know I have children and I have to take care of them. I mean, that's a bit, but I, that also dispels over to as a single adult, I get saddled with a lot of the cleaning and the caretaking too. And I really don't know. I'm talking about like washing my husband's clothes. I'm talking about washing my own clothes and picking up his socks for him. Do that too. And I don't have children, but I am married. Right. Mm -mm. And like, it's like you want to, you want to bust out of it. Yeah. You try so hard. Then you'll have no underwear. That's the thing is that they like, I don't know what (laughs) happened. Like, I don't know when, like our relationship God, I'll just be the worst wife you guys if that's something but that's I wish it wasn't me. that way like everybody should wash their own fucking underwear the other day I ordered socks from Amazon Prime now because I was out and I was like well not gonna do laundry by the morning better get some delivered I think that it would be easier to, to you should separate that Christo. if you're just married without kids like to to take care of me he'll hate like, it like I think when you introduce kids into a relationship it's like it's so much harder to divide that it, you know, you find yourself a job, following into falling into a much more traditional yeah. gender roles, and it, it's not. It's something I don't feel good about, but somehow it happened, and now that it's that way, I don't know how to get out of it. Yeah, but I also live in a situation where, uh, you know, Chris goes to work and he's providing the finance. Like again, this tradi- somehow we got into this thing where at some point we decided one of us makes more money than the other one and one of us has the boobs to breastfeed and the other one doesn't and so then that happens where one person focus gets to continue to focus on the career and the other person has to continue to focus on the kids because you want the kids to be raised by their parents and it gets very complicated and it's like we're set up to live up. that way and it's, and it's, it's no not, hardly it, very little other choices there it goes beyond just not having not making as much money it the what you said about the breasts like yeah even ha- ha- having breasts and even having the child grow inside you like that creates this divide but if the society were different and you could and you could just 
take that baby wherever like if you could just continue to parent while yeah. going to work yeah. it wouldn't have to be that way but that's not the way that the society is also in addition i would add if society was set up in a way where chris could continue to work in the job that he works in but also but spend more time at home and the uh, the child care splitting was a little more equal I think he would do that. But that's, again, not the society we live in. Like, you either go to work full time or you don't. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know. We I feel like we got really sidetracked here. We got way off. Uh, <laughs> they're leaving the opera. Yeah, they're, they're leaving they're the, opera. the opera. This is when they, they, they do it. They do it on the mouth. They do it. They she do it. she kisses him on the mouth. They do it on the mouth, well, guys. They do it on he the mouth. Finally, so he they exchange the all their mouth juices. Off. And finally gets mm-hmm. some sleep. That's right. Yes. Which has been something that apparently he's not been able to do ever. Um, yeah. Sleep. It's, it's all that testosterone. You know, he's just too, yeah. too manly to sleep. Yep. Right. And well, but he falls asleep too. And then she goes over and sits basically on him and then kisses him. Look, what? Mouth. Like three times or something. And then is just like, he won't wake up. It'll be fine. And then I'm just like bitch and then she's like he wakes up and she's like oh no you caught me i thought that that's kind of what she wanted to happen was it yeah, that's it what i very thought strange to yeah. me also i am frequently nauseated by movie kissing like yeah. this was this this wasn't like, the worst one though i even wrote it down this isn't the grossest kissing scene i've seen it's not the podcast. grossest but there was some lip nibbling going on that i was not entirely comfortable eh, with but it was better than the weird baby kisses we've seen where oh it's like, for sure Ugh. but also Ugh. like no. I just feel just like they me. don't really have chemistry. No. I felt like they had no. chemistry in the piano scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. the piano scene was a that little was scene. it. That, that was, was it, the... really. Other than that, I and then in it was just scene, like a really beautiful, uh, interesting woman kissing a piece of wood. Yeah, <laughs> to it's me. True. Yeah, true. and then eh. she says, "I love you." Oh no! And but she says it in this really like. I love you. It seemed like, like she a, said like it a, like she was falling asleep. Like yeah. it was like the last or thing like she, she said before like, drifting or off into like sleep. That like a you don't do that like when a, you drift off to sleep. Well, it was like a guy like <laughs> or- orgasming, and it was like it was like I love you, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was like how women fell asleep. It's just like I love you. I spoil episodes of Game of you. Thrones in my sleep. Oh, do you? Yeah. So they do it on the mouth, and she says she loves him, and he immediately has the same look on his face that high school boys do. Where it's like, <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> wait, like he's like a little constipated. I didn't pay for that. Um, like, girl, why do you say, say it first? There's like a, too long of a pause. Like he doesn't say anything, and then like the scene ends, and it's just like well, that was a small modicum of modicrum. Ups, upsetness. Appears it wasn't on even a his, modicum. It was a modicum. A, a modicum. <laughs> A mitochondrochrome oh my God. of sadness <laughs> appears a biology class? on his wooden face where he can tell he's not happy about it. Um, I, I can only assume because he didn't tell her to say she loves him first. Mm-hmm. If yeah. he had but told her. He doesn't want the commitment. Yeah. And well, yeah, that's what I know. He's just but so he's jealous, dumb. but he's leaving. Well, the next day, basically, uh, he tries know, to buy her a condo, tries to buy her, tries to buy her, put her in a dollhouse. Yeah. In the tower. Tries to put her in the tower. Which, if you would like to buy me a condo, you can send your email <laughs> pics of the condo to mm-hmm. feminine mystic podcast at gmail.com. Attention, Hillary. Yeah. Um, so Preferably he's going back town. to New York. This is their last yeah. day together after they do they do it on the mouth. Uh, this is their last day together. And he's basically like, she's like, he wants, he's like, I want to see you again. And she thinks he's going to be like, 
but I'm not going to pay you this time because now we're, we're like a thing and I want you to go study with me. But instead he offers to put her up in a castle where yeah. he can come and visit her anytime he wants. about her fantasy? I think now's a good time. I, oh God, it bothers me so much. This like white knight speech she gives. Yeah. Of like, let's, let's tell the listeners, you know, in case, you know, maybe I, they haven't seen what was it? Do you remember Sarah? She, okay. So her mom used to lock her in the, attic when she yeah. was misbehaving when she was a kid can we talk uh, about how fu- uh, can we just just drop a ma- like that's fucked up <laughs> yeah so she would when she was alone in the attic she would have this fantasy that this white knight would ride right up to the house and climb up to get her in the attic and like bring her down and they'd ride off together and that's like so i think that's what men believe that women's fa- fa- fantasies right. are and that's what a big portion of my issue with this is is like it was obviously written by a man who thinks that this is like a woman's dream but also my issue with it is like he is more or less offering her that in a way yeah. and she's saying I really want to be saved but you're not saving me right and it kind of bothers me in a yeah, way like she- this is where the movie goes off the rails and her personality completely changes for no reason for me yeah it, it, I mean girl you did this for much like I mean I'm not yeah. you know like yeah. I understand she's a person with feelings but like suddenly this is like this was okay and like suddenly now it's not okay like it is a little confusing right and basically her fantasy is that I know that she wants someone to come in and save her from her life and and take her away and put her up somewhere nice and right. then he's like okay I'll do that and she's like whoa you are not treating me right the yeah. way that you're saying that you're gonna do that she's like that like, wasn't exactly how my fantasy went I'm like yo dude <laughs> And I'm not. He's not had a problem with the rest of his shit this movie. Why right. Why are you having a problem now? Like there are so many red flags that she that really should have set her off up till this point. Also, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but I don't remember him saying he was going to pay her the way he's been paying her. He no. offered to mm. buy her a condo. Buy her a condo, yeah. which she could come and go as she pleased. Yeah, but she I would assume... still be his in L.A. sex girl. Yes. Yes. He would be his. That would be his L.A. I thought he was going to buy her the condo in New York. Oh, I thought he was buying. I it thought in he was LA. buying a condo in New York. I assumed it was in L.A., but I don't know. Did he? Yeah, say, I don't I know. know. I thought specified? it was in New York because that's where he lives. He was just in L.A. for this one thing. Oh, see, I don't know if he specified. I had just always imagined he was buying her a condo in L.A. and then he was going to go back to New York, and that's why she wasn't chill with it. Yeah. Yes, that, that, that I thought that, he was buying her a condo in L.A. Yeah, that, in New York. That, that, that's why she didn't li- li- right. like it because she wouldn't get to see him. Right. That was. Just I be, thought be that was con- the problem. Con- so he's just, so now she's upset that he's trying to solve all of her problems with money. Well, what he's right. doing is he's trying to put her back in that. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Also, eh. I think she well, needs to spend a little bit of time in therapy or something dealing with that whole mother locked me in an attic thing. Yeah, yeah. probably. I mean, the, I think that could mm-hmm. be the source of your problems with relationships, right there, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying and there's got to be some a bum magnet emotional trauma oh, yeah there. wow there's like a lot like of every interesting girl. stuff like there really but i feel like when you grow up in milledgeville like georgia like in milledgeville georgia are there really anybody but bums to date well, let's be real we no. we're all georgia gals in this room i don't know milledgeville i can't speak I've to the male population used to go to that school yeah. right um, that's the only thing is there a high bum population that's i don't know the i've only been thing there is like GCSU right GCSU is the only thing there really so it's just guys that like to watch football and have their girls make Totino's pizza rolls for them right oh my god okay Hmm. 
my hungry guys. <laughs> my favorite sketch, you guys, on it. SNL. I love it. It's so um, good. Vanessa Bayer, you're my queen. So I think this, I think we've dug into a little bit more why she doesn't like this. I think it's fair. Yeah. Um, it's sense, and though. she has opened her up self up emotionally and, and mm-hmm. is like, this means more to me than just a thing. And he's kind of like, He's like, I don't give a shit. Uh, like, I don't really like my the plane's idea leaving. of you sleeping with other men, but also... He's like, I want to possess you, yeah. but I don't, like, he's love like, you I, in he's that like, way. I messed up these relationships. I had a girlfriend, I had a wife, they both left me, like... I don't know how to do. That's like the such the the excuse of like the guy that can't commit. It's he's lazy. Like, he's like, it's lazy I mess things up. I'm such a. I'm a bad. I'm bad for you. I'm bad for you. It's this is. I'm doing this for you, baby. Doing the yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 Hillary, you know it so well, though. Oh, yes. It had, yes. Oh, oh Hillary. <laughs> so bad, you guys. Um. So. So then. She. So she. Um, well, he says, I've never treated you like a prostitute. And then he leaves after he turns it and, down. And, and this is when Hillary, Hillary, not Hillary, I'm sorry. This is when Nicole and I like paused and we were like, Every, except for everything every bit of your relationship movie. with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she says, you just did. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> so she's gathering up her things. We need to talk about this fucking almost rape that happens. <gasps> yeah, yeah, with Phil. Which was really unexpected. I did not see that coming in this movie. I've seen this a thousand times. I did. Well, but it is I mean, very I, unexpected. Di- I wasn't surprised. Look, again, it's a man. Posi- like, it's a game they're playing with mm-hmm. her. Like, yeah. so what happens is I'm not going to go too deeply into this side plot about the business deal. I don't think it's the meat of what we're talking nah. about. But it, just long story short, Edward decides not to buy off this business. He decides because he's been changed by the manic pixie dream girl in his life. He decides to become sort of a partner in that business yeah. and continue and help the business to thrive. This makes his lawyer very upset. And, and then he's just got to go put his dick in something. To punish, I assume to punish Edward, as well as Vivian, for some reason, again, subconsciously, I don't think this is like a super conscious thing that he's doing. He goes to the hotel room and sort of and and begins hardcore hitting on her and rubbing her leg and stuff. And 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 basically he's like, now that he's done with you, like, I want to get in on it. And she's like, no, wants no part of it. And he like jumps on her physically jumps on her. She's and like tries to him pull, off and him uh, and yeah. She tries to pull. He tries to pull her clothes off. Like it is like a pretty. It's gra- intense. Graphic. I'm surprised. Very surprising. That Julie Roberts and what's his face? What's the actor's name? Uh, Jason Alexander. Jason, I'm surprised that they. Honestly, were able it was like one that. of the realest things yeah. that happened in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Frankly, but it felt because it was, it felt really out of place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this course, rather sanitized universe. Save the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see why they did it. They're like, well, we got to have him look like the white knight. But again, I felt very grossed out by yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So I really wanted her to break that vase over his head when it fell. Yeah. Like, I'd rather see her save herself. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was I mean, wanting. Like she tries to push Phil off, Jason Alexander's character off, and he hits, he smacks he her. her in the face, yeah. Her in the face, yeah. And then Edward shows up and pulls him off, and pulls him off, punches him. So now we're supposed to think he's like a good, he's coming in, he's saving the girl. But it's like again, there's just two men fighting over some possession. They're yeah. not. 
they don't really care about that the person yeah no it's yeah. a possession they're fighting over they're like lions fighting over like a carcass mm-hmm. that they both yeah. want to have and yeah. and it's not romantic to me at all or some kind of ideal that i would yeah. aspire to no. in a relationship no that was kind of scary. And in another movie, he wouldn't have come in and saved the day, and it would have just ended with him raping her. Yeah. yeah. Then it's done. And then probably in that other movie, Richard Gere would have come in while he was raping her, got mad at her for being raped, mm-hmm. and then stormed out, and that's how the movie would have ended. And actually, I would have preferred that film. That's fucked. Fu- that's fucked up and fucking true. Like, given yeah. that we know about all these characters, yeah. mm-hmm. I absolutely really think her. if he had walked in five minutes later mm-hmm. he would have been la- mad at he would have been mad at her yeah, yeah. for sure wow that's and then intense she says well um i'm planning to leave because there's always going to be someone like stucky which is literally right. the first time i wrote down his actual name yeah and this um who thinks it's okay to treat me like that and he's like that's not the reason you're leaving and she's like like it is now <laughs> yeah like yo <laughs> I mean, I, what happened to her was very traumatizing. I mean, I think mm-hmm. what she's waiting for is for him to go, let's run away together, whatever, and he doesn't, and so that's, like, mm-hmm. the and so reason. And she's like, well, then I'm going to run away. Yeah. You know, and go somewhere myself. I was happy about that. Like, I he was, gives too. The, he gives her the money, and she takes it, as yeah, she should. she should. Takes it so she can start a new life somewhere else, which is, honestly, I would have been happy with the movie ending that way. I really wanted it He too. has shown her yeah. no affection this entire movie. He and kissed just, her, Sarah. But nothing but, like, disdain. Like, he, like, ha- he, he, like, half-heartedly kisses her. Like, it's just, like, everything is so bland and so, like, half-hearted that the end, how it ends, is just, like, why? Like, yeah. why do you yeah. suddenly have any kind of um, um, emotion? I mean, all of it is creepy. So she packs up all her shit. She goes back to her her shitty apartment says goodbye to kit says goodbye to kit um we didn't talk a whole lot about kit um but kit is you know they have like this bond Mm -hmm. or whatever kit's upset but kind of understands so she's planning to leave like i don't know if she says where she's going but she's taking this money she's going to san francisco girl Mm -hmm. go to san francisco yeah yeah start a new life there back to high school she's gonna finish high school as she should um richard gear uh, regrets letting her go. Mm-hmm. Barney, the manager of the hotel, is like, "Well, you know, the guy, the guy, the limo driver that drove her home yesterday the is the other here. black guy in this movie. The other black guy. There's a black. There, let's not forget. There's black character who carries the bags mm-hmm. and black character who drives the limousine. So that's yeah. where we're at here with the casting. Yeah. So he get basically uses the limo driver to stalk this person who doesn't, who's decided to remove like she's like i'm leaving and like he doesn't respect her space and gets in like follow like creepily follows yeah. her and gets directions to her house and shows up in the fucking limo and we're supposed the to white think, limo yeah the mm-hmm. white limo and we're supposed to think that he's changed as a person because now he's not scared of heights well he's he's definitely he's seems still, scared, he's of still heights, scared and like makes her come down the stairs it a little better because he goes over to the side of the balcony which he'd never been on before and he's like oh no yeah. And then he starts climbing up the, the, the fire escape and he's like, I'm scared. Come down. But look, I'm trying for you. Look, I'm mm-hmm. a better person now. Well, I think the You've main thing me. that we're supposed to think has changed in him is that he's gone after her. Like he's sticking mm-hmm. his neck out, I guess, to be like, I like you. And I'm and he shows up in the limousine like I'm here on my white horse to rescue you from the tower. And that's the whole thing of him yeah. climbing up. I really, I really hate when, and this has happened in my, in my, my, my life too, but when 
like someone it could be like a man or a woman but a lot of times at least with me it's men they do something wrong and they hurt you in some way and then they like think that they can just like say something or like do like one little thing and just like have it all go 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 away yeah yeah um i think you know it's hard when you're in relationships with people they're constantly gonna just like being with people is having them disappoint you and you disappoint them i mean that's just gonna happen um so everybody has to have a little forgiveness there but i I think we've all been pretty clear that he doesn't any at any time really show her any real affection no he doesn't have a whole lot of redeeming qualities here appreciate her as a person Mm -hmm. he she's more like a thing that he wants and so honestly i was sad at the i mean i knew this was how it was gonna end but i was sad i like i wanted to see a a one a strong woman realize that she's worth more than the situation she puts herself in like i you know like i just spent three days with this guy who doesn't see like the true value of me and I'm going to take this money and I'm going to make my life better. And like, I want, I really wanted that for her, but instead he rolls up in the limo and we're supposed to be happy about that. And I'm not, yeah, I'm just not. Nope. Mm -hmm. Um, so final thoughts on Um, the last line of the movie. Oh, go for it. So I wrote it down. Um, he goes, so what happens after he climbs up and rescues the girl from the window? And she's like, well, she rescues him right back. Yep, but that's actually like, not the last line because then, the, then the crackhead the black crackhead dude has the last line. And it's something no, about yeah, dreams. Does anyone know about what? Hollywood and dreams. Hollywood, the place of dreams. Hollywood dreams. Hollywood. Yeah, I. It's like that half-hearted attempt at feminism there at the yeah. end was like really yeah. like yeah. don't yeah. even Bummer. don't yeah, even don't, don't even don't even try that with me right now, movie. Come on, fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Gary Marshall was like, guys, do you think ladies are going to like this? Let's just add this. Let's just add this line. It'll be yeah. fine. At well, the end. if it's anything like, uh, uh, you're going to pull can, out the avocado can, cannibal <laughs> women in the avocado <laughs> jungle of death. <laughs> Ooh. Oy. It's probably. Look, I like Gary I wonder Marshall. If they have a feminist moment. Just as poignant. I have enjoyed Gary Marshall's films. Uh, I did not. I have enjoyed. I love overboard. I, mm. I <laughs> love overboard. That's my film mm-hmm. from my childhood. That I have nostalgia beaches. glasses on. I did. I, I had. I had nostalgia for Overboard too until I watched it and I was like, "This is a movie about a woman with a brain injury that a man takes advantage of and yeah. rapes and and slaves." You know, you can see. A, it's funny. Film. I'm not saying it's a very look, interesting take on. I'm not saying that uh, Gary Marsh. Look, I'm, well, we haven't really watched <laughs> all of his, but if you look at each of the films, at least that we've watched, like each of the films feature an abusive relationship. Yeah. As the center romantic relationship, like beaches, abusive, yeah. ego, like narcissistic relationship, um, overboard abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And here again, we have another what I consider to be an abusive, controlling, narcissistic Do you relationship. Think that all relationships mm-hmm. were no, 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 I don't think no. so. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. All the relationships I've heard heard of from in films, in films? no, no, from from back then, like like men and no. women just treat, treat each other in a certain way. No, I I don't think I that don't we can attribute so. that to all relationships. I definitely think there is a nar- a prevailing narrative, not in every movie, but I think there is a prevailing narrative. Like, okay, we joke a lot for like I'm gonna just pull one out of my butt right here. W- w- Roman Holiday, okay? Like I didn't find that relationship to be abusive. I do think that he treated her like a like she was a child mm-hmm. a lot of the time, but he was also like 
20 years older than her yeah, yeah. Um, okay well not abusive but, but like I, I don't think i wouldn't I think consider that like, well no i think traditionally men were like i'm older and i take care of you and you're like a baby yeah, i have to take yeah, care of but also yeah. i need you to wash my underwears like yeah, i think yeah. that's definitely like a yeah. traditional example of what men's and women's <laughs> roles were, were supposed to be and we've tried to break out of that but i i don't think you can say that every relationship is like that or has been like that there is certainly a narrative written by i don't know the men that are predominant like the the white the men the white men that predominantly control the entertainment industry in terms of who's writing who's directing who's picking the shows like uh, there are certainly I don't know, nicole i've heard the jews control all of that so <laughs> yeah we could deba- debate the semantics of that yeah. but but i think we can all agree that <laughs> The Hollywood and who gets to tell their stories has been traditionally do- been dominated by men. It's men, yeah. Uh, and they've pushed a certain narrative, and I think this fits into that narrative. Yeah. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. Uh, this is the part of the show where we read the best casting breakdowns in America. That's not true. They are no, terrible. They're the best. They're terrible. Um, we're going to, I'm just going to, we've only, I've only got one today, but boy, is it a doozy. I'm going to pass it on over to our special guest, Natalie. Uh, of course, uh, these are real casting breakdowns. Um, this one was sent to us. Uh, so we, I would like to thank um, the, the listener that sent this in. I'm not going to say who that is. Uh, not going to say where this came from. Uh, and we're not going to give any information about the production or the production company. Um, so Natalie, but thanks, but thanks for Thank you, friend. putting this nightmare out into the world. Um, Natalie, will you please read what our nervous breakdown is for today? Um, yes, I will. I will be happy to. And <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, it starts out uh, the, the name of the the name, if you can call it that, of the the role is for a featured bare breast female. <laughs> that's bare the breast, name not bare breasted name of the role that's the name of the role the name bare of the character breast, not breasted bare breast um mom i got a part in a movie <laughs> so it is for a featured extra female 18 to 35 african-american non-union of course non-union non-union of course of course no credit um hundred dollars <laughs> flat rate uh location atlanta um, featured role for C cup breasts. This Na- is the description of the breakdown. <laughs> this is the description of Here the breakdown. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Buckle in. <laughs> featured role for C cup breasts. Natural looking, at least. Must at be least. comfortable being shirtless on camera. Must be comfortable being handled by another woman. No nipples will be shown. Breasts will be played like instrument by another woman from behind. <laughs> Set rate of $100 with onset what? meal. You get a meal, what? though. You, you get, get a meal. A meal but y'all. what kind of instrument is my question? Because if it's a guitar, like maybe I could get into it. But drums? Like, drums? fuck no. I was Ow. thinking. Are we not showing any nipples? I was thinking more like a perhaps a tuba situation. Maybe. <laughs> French horn. Um, maybe a French horn. What's that one where you like move your hand to and from it? Are you talking um, about a trombone? No, no, like no, no, no. Like the like one that's like a trombone? stick that's like. You know, it's uh, are you talking, talking about, about? A, like a theremin? Yes, yes. that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Is a theremin <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about? Like if that's what it is, just like. Please <laughs> apply <laughs> if you have theremin-like breasts. 
Um, I like that it's a featured role for the boobs. It's like featured guys, role for wait, not a featured guys, extra or featured woman. Haven't we all seen movies <laughs> with featured parts? And like, wouldn't they all just, have a breakdown like that? Like, how depressing <laughs> is that? Haven't we all seen movies like that? I just think it's funny someone that it's a C cup. Read, but there's but not a D cup or a B cup. I lo- a C my cup. favorite part is when they say must look natural at, at least, least. <laughs> if not supernatural. Like they <laughs> should be supernatural <laughs> boobs. You mean like supernatural? I mean <laughs> the very least natural. But you know, I mean, like I'm just trying to picture. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture your average working actor. I'm just trying to picture your average working actor logging in. Logging into the computer and they get an email. They're excited. Oh my God. Somebody has sent me a breakdown. Um, hopefully this is the role I've been waiting for. And then they open this up. And it's an email from a guy who's like, Hey, I saw your headshot. You got some nice cans on you. <laughs> nice jugs. I really love it. If your tits would submit for this role. It's autistic. <laughs> We're going to play your boobs like a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> so uh short and sweet but that's our nervous oh breakdown God. today thank you also, uh natalie for reading that thank you for the li- to our listener for sending that in that is fucking nightmarish um i'm sad that that exists Please in the world send in your guesses yes for which instrument uh, uh, yeah right yeah. Um, tell us which instrument go on go is. on go on facebook go on twitter tweet at us what instrument do you think these boobs are supposed to or be we need to know tell us what instrument you like to play your boobs as <laughs> like if you're at home and you're like you know what i really or like that they're flute shaped and i really enjoy <laughs> oh playing God. them like a flute I really like, I like, let us know i like to use the left one as a banjo <laughs> and the right one as the spoons uh, i'm a real bluegrass gal yeah see mine really i play like a, you can get one to make the spoons <laughs> i played mine like an and old there's something jug. wrong and you might need to get a mammogram <laughs> mine are like an old oh jug God. you just <laughs> blow into it <laughs> Just blow right into the like, nipple like, and it makes like that glasses. makes a jug, sound jug band yeah. sound. <laughs> you like get, get it wet around the edges. <laughs> Sarah's like the water demonstrating just over just there. <laughs> White. I wish um, this was filmed. We should live stream this. We should. Um, <laughs> this could be a Patreon thing. Yeah, you can. Live you two can podcast. see us jiggling our boobs as though they were instruments. Judging our nips. Only a dollar a month. Um, oh my god. So. <laughs> so listeners again if you have any uh, if you have a nervous breakdown um like this or something even more nightmarish perhaps um you can send that to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com and we will read it <laughs> as we did this one and uh you know keep your dreams wide open actors Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the cool things that we're up to and all of the awesome things that our guests are up to so that you can keep up with what they're doing and check out all the cool things they're making. Let's start with our guest, Natalie. Hi, guys. Um, Hello. So this month, um, on September 23rd, you can come to the Atlanta History Center for Fall Folk Life and buy some of my embroidery and you you work at the history center right work at the atlanta history center but i will be a vendor so i'm very excited about this this has literally been my dream since i started working at the history center and i make i design and craft uh hand embroidery uh, they're so cute 
Not going to lie. A lot of it. Right now I'm doing a series of Atlanta strip clubs. So if that's something you're into. And yeah, I saw the awesome. I saw the Claremont Lounge one you did, which was very cool. Thank so, you. So that so, would be And we sale. have a lot of Atlanta listeners. Well, well, in fact, a lot of most of our listeners are based in Atlanta. We do have some excellent. international listeners. So hello, folks. I'm sorry. If you, but yes. you well, but you can you buy, can you yeah. buy stuff if you're you international? Okay. I am on Etsy and I do ship internationally. Right now, I'm only set up to ship to the United Kingdom, but I am happy, if you want to message me, to ship anywhere. Um, I also do custom work, so if you want something custom made, and you don't want it super and so, and it's realistic. And embro- it's embroidery. It's embroidery. And it's embroidery. Uh, what is the name of your Etsy store? It is Stitch N B Embroidery. So, capital S, T-I-T-C-H, capital N, capital B, capital E, embroidery. 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 Cool. Stitch and be embroidery. Yeah. Or you can find me by searching Natalie Flynn on Etsy because that's a little easier to spell. There you go. Um, and so you make sort of subversive embroidery. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so if, if you're in Atlanta and you want to come to it now, will there be, there'll be other art vendors there? Like what kind yeah. of things uh, is there food? Like what kind there of what's kind of, what's happening at the shindig? So this is a folk art festival okay. at the History Center. Um it's one of my favorite days of the year. Uh, we have Michael Twitty comes. Um, if you've never heard of him, look him up. He um, is known for his work on teaching about Southern foodways, specifically with regard to enslaved food wow. and cultures. And oh my God, y'all, this man can cook. Does he have a YouTube show? He does have a YouTube I've show. I've seen it. Okay. He's, He's really cool. And his fried chicken is the Lord's work. Um, okay. Okay. Well, Sounds I'm not good. I love fried chicken. It is. <laughs> it's that. Lori's like challenge accepted. <laughs> I was raised good? Catholic and I love to eat. <laughs> and then, um, not in the embroidery art world, um, I have a YouTube show called A Light from the Past. Indeed. Um, which so has been plugged on here before. It's very funny. Um, yeah. It's pretty funny. We're working on making some more episodes. Uh, we've got a. Uh, Let's see. Cleopatra is being edited. Um, awesome. We have who's in and who's in who's in Cleopatra. So D'Amber is one of my friends, and she mm-hmm. is playing Cleopatra. Okay, she's very funny. Cleopatra's episode. So a light for the and past. you're in the show, I right? Am in the show, and I write the show, and it's about a woman named Margot who is a bit of a pothead, and she is always trying to get high, and her lighter just isn't letting that happen. But her lighter has an ulterior motive and it summons a historical figure from the past so that they can share a joint and a story and have her, her piece lit historically. So if you like, uh, so if you like stoner humor and you want some, to get some interesting facts that you may not ordinarily know from history, I've learned so much from a light from the past episodes, like based in fact. Former yeah. guest on the show, two-time guest on the show, Jasmine Waters it plays George Washington. She in one of the She's episodes. also going to be Hitler coming up soon. Whoa! Oh yeah. Get ready for that. Whoa. Yeah, I'm really excited for Hitler. It's rather timely. Yeah. Aren't we all? We're also going to have an Andrew Jackson episode. Also timely. Aren't we all, though? Oh, so timely. Aren't we all excited about the Hitler's return? Oh, wait, he's not here already. <sighs> Hitler's episode will be about his meth addiction. Yeah. They were all doing meth apparently. I just learned they were. That, yeah. They were. But this way I can, you know, play with some blue rock candy. Mm. All out breaking bad. Nice. Okay. All right. So much candy. Interesting. You know, so where can candy. people view A Light from the Past? So you can view it on YouTube if you, you know, search A Light from the Past, it'll show up. Or you can subscribe to my channel. It happened on a Wednesday. 
Ooh, I want to know what yes. happened on a Wednesday. What didn't happen on a Wednesday <laughs> is the better question. Um, do you have any social media? Like, I know you yeah. post a lot of your embroidery work to Instagram. I do. And we do read Grammit from time to time, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. right? I think we have. I feel before. like we have, yeah. yeah we but where can we... So you can find me on where Instagram at nchflynn, F-L-Y-N-N. All right. Like Check out Flynn some Rider. of the, that embroidery, guys. Yeah. It's very Bordado. cool. Bordado. Very Brodery. cool. Very you cool. you want to say in two other languages. Yes. You just learned something. <laughs> Boom. Dropping some knowledge. <laughs> well, thank you, Natalie. Uh, so everybody thank go you. check that out. Check out her Instagram uh, and her Etsy. Uh, the embroidery is very cool. And, of course, check out A Light from the Past. And see her on September 23rd at the oh, yeah. History Live Center. Live and in person. Yeah. And come buy show. some fucking embroidery yeah. that's really cool and cute. Yeah. Make it for you. Put it in your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good for gifts. Sarah, what would you like to plug today? Critical Crop Top will be having a another live sketch show in October. Ooh. October twenty first and twenty second. You don't say. Yes, I do say. <laughs> um Ooh. and we are going to, you know, write our butts off this next month. <laughs> um and I feel like we're always doing something our butts off. Yeah. yeah. Where's it gonna be, Sarah? It's gonna be at Rob Mello Studio. And it is um, going to be like an hour and a half, two, hour and a half. Well, yeah, our full, our sh- our full length shows tend to be around uh, hour forty five. We do like a full show, yeah, with lots two of acts, guest sketch, sketches. We do a live poet. I'm sorry, a spoken word poet and a mu- 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 musical guest. It's kind of funny when you say live poet, poet is live too. <laughs> I know, but I also live. pictured like we had someone in a jar and like we're keeping them backstage. <laughs> live poet. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, it's a very, it's a fun time. And uh, a lot of your, a lot of your faves, a lot of, of faves. your, a lot of your faves in the show. And some new people too that, uh, yeah. that are new to the show, which is exciting. Yeah. I, I, I Abby, Abby is our new yeah. person, right? But although you have seen her in show. Yeah. Yeah. This will be Abby's first show with us. Mm hmm. Yep. And then we'll, who else we've is got, in the show, you we've guys? We've got Andy. We've got Andy. Laura, Laura. We've Myers. got me, John Hillary, and Nicole. John Good. John Good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine Waters. Jasmine. I think that's it, right? That's I'll feel it. like yeah. a huge dick if it's not, but I'm pretty sure that's that's the cast. And we don't know what the show's about. We haven't started writing it yet. As of this recording. As of theme. this recording, but I believe when the show comes out is the first week yeah, first of week our writing. writing. So we'll just have started writing the show. So come check it out if you're in the Atlanta area. We're, and tickets will be available on our website. Mm-hmm. Criticalcroptop.com backslash tickets. Slash MFM. Slash <laughs> 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 Um And of course, all the details and stuff, you can find that on our social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, you can find Bad Day, the mm. new short film that I Tell wrote and directed, uh, starring Nicole Kemper and Jasmine Waters, yeah, Andy Fleming, all in and all Brian Ashton Jasmine Smith. Jasmine is all up in all these things. I, I know. She somehow weaseled her way into everything. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's a hypnotist and was just like, you will put me in your shows. And like, it just happened. We haven't let her go since. Um, Makes sense. I keep Jasmine in a box in my she, apartment. Live comedian. Oh, speaking yeah. of speaking of Jasmine, <laughs> my, my mom like screamed laughing when she o- opened the pro-, pro program of the last show and saw that Jasmine <laughs> Jasmine is a black wo- woman or like I, yeah. I, I am a black woman that was, that was her bio, bio. <laughs> I died yeah. I died when I saw that I, it, it yeah. was so perfect we were all like sitting around talking about our bios and she was like is it too much to just write Jasmine is a black woman and I was like no that's it's perfect it. 
Um, but yeah, you can see Nicole and Jasmine and Brian and Andy in yeah. Bad Day, yep. which is available on the Critical Crop Top Vimeo channel. It's vimeo.com slash critical crop top. Make sure you hit subscribe and you'll never miss an episode of anything that we put up yeah, there. More videos coming soon. Yeah, you can waste a whole day on there. So if you like Bad Day, check out uh, PYT's web show is my other Bad recommendation. Because I also... Dick Pick Professional, which Hillary's in. Motherload. Yeah, just watch the ones that I'm in or wrote or directed. Oh, okay. Oh, I see how it is now. Yeah, sorry, Motherload. I was only AD on that. You were AD on that, though. I was. I think you might be in the background of a shot. I am in the background of a shot. Actually, the very first episode, the very first scene, I'm in the background of it. In the bakery, yeah. In the background of the bakery shot. And then uh, I did a whole lot of wrangling of meatballs in another scene. Indeed, those meatballs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can check out that shit. Waste a whole day. Waste a whole day. We've got like hours of entertainment at your disposal. Bathroom breaks, though. No, you gotta. Well, you can still watch it while you shit. I do all the time. That's true. If you've got a cell phone. Yeah, for sure. That's true. (laughs) Or get one of those, like, peek up things. Yeah, just just bedpan it up on your couch. It's getting real sticky, guys. Um, (laughs) What, you don't have a bedpan by your couch when you're too lazy to move? They've gotten rid of commercials. What am I supposed to pee now? I totally believe that you would own a bedpan. You know, you can. I was like, I'm surprised you don't have a bucket next to you. You know, you can press pause, right? Anytime what? you want. Anytime you want. Anytime you that's want. That's crazy. I don't, I don't think that's true. That's insane, <laughs> Nicole. You can't do that. All right. So uh, one last thing to plug. Uh, well, our social media, for one thing. Um, oh, if yeah. you want to stay abreast. Breasted. Yes. Uh, stay abreasted. Stay, stay abreasted. Must be comfortable having your breast played as instruments. If you want to stay abreast of what, what, what Critical Crop Top is up to, um, we are. it's very easy to remember that our handle on everything that includes mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook is at Critical Crop Top. Um, we also have a Facebook page for Feminine Mistake Podcast um, at Feminine Mistake Pod. Um, so come over there, start a conversation with us. We'd like to talk to you. Um, and uh, if you have really enjoyed listening to the show, of course, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're expanding to other things as well. Uh, more info on that soon. And if you uh, really like the show, uh, subscribe, um, rate us, review us, and perhaps even donate to our programming. Uh, donating yeah. to Critical Crop Top is tax deductible, and it makes you feel good on your insides. Um, so if you go to our website, criticalcroptop.com, and you click the donate tab, you will be taken to a place where uh, you will get all the where required you can give us information. All your credit card information. Just put it all in there. Um, actually, it's very secure and safe. You can do it online. Um, any amount helps. Mm-hmm. Any amount is tax deductible. Uh, and we appreciate you listening to us, and we appreciate your support. So I think that's all for the Thank show. Thank you, and have a good night. Thank- <laughs> Uh, I think that's all for the show. Um, Natalie, thank you. Thanks, thank Natalie. You. Thank you. You're amazing. For, we love your stories. Yeah. You're fantastic, and we love you. Thanks, guys, for joining us for this discussion about uh, toxic masculinity in Hollywood as a love object. object. <laughs> no, I love ideal, um, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. It's late. Uh, so <laughs> please, uh subscribe to this podcast and send your nervous breakdowns that we can read and on the bank show statements and your bank statements and your pictures of your condo that you want to put Hillary up in mm-hmm. at feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>